Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, avail- uh, Tape live right here at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. And of course, available wherever audio podcasts can be found. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, please leave us a rating, review, or a comment. It goes a long way towards helping Going In Raw. Also, Friendo, Black Lives Matter benefit for the bail project is in full effect right now, Larson. Uh, so Friendo Fest 2 is happening tomorrow, June 5th, uh, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern. We're going to be trying to get to 10. This is a this is a lofty goal t- for us. $10,000 that we're trying to raise for the bail project. Help out what's going on in the world right now. That's right. Right now, we're at $1,643. If we get to $10,000, Larson, what will you do? I'm a too sweet Steve. Yes. I'm a too sweet anybody who asks for one. Wow. Um, if you, you, you know, once once uh, things uh, with pandemic wise get back to normal in the world, you see me at a wrestling show, you want a too sweet, bang, you get a too sweet. See me in the supermarket, bang, get a too sweet. Uh, if you run into me anywhere, you ask, you're going to get one. Uh, yeah, that's 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 if we get to ten thousand, that's going to be the deal. So uh, currently, we have one uh, now, now. Now the thing we're doing this through Tiltify, it offers up you can you can put rewards up. So basically, you can like sell off rewards, and then the money goes to charity. Right now, we have a reward, uh, and we have four slots booked, and it's basically a live version of Matt Chat that we're going to be doing tomorrow during Friendo Fest two. Now, typically, Matt Chat is re- reserved for Patreon. Uh, but this is completely separate and different from that. So fifty dollars, fifty dollars. Uh, uh, you can choose your reward on the Tiltify thing. It'll give you an email, and then we'll zoom you in live tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, I believe, six slots left. So okay. Uh, okay. you can book your question. You can hop on, and we'll discuss the question for however long the question needs to be discussed. Probably around, like at the most, ten minutes. Might be less. Might be more. Who knows? Uh, and you can discuss the question with us that you have about professional wrestling live in front of everybody. You can Correct. promote whatever you want to promote. Um, I mean, if you just can't show your nipples. Yeah, can't you can't. You can't and you got to just be cool too. 
Yes. You can't be like a weirdo jerk who's like, you know, I don't know what. Uh, so that's the deal. Uh, we're going to put more rewards up today. One of yeah. the rewards that I'm going to be offering up for $100, and I'm going to do probably 10, maybe 20, maybe 20, but most definitely 10, is uh, so I d- I'm going to offer up custom artwork. I'm not going to do it live on the stream because it takes me too long and I'll get nervous in front of pe- in front of people. But whatever your favorite wrestler is, I will do a custom color piece of artwork, 11 by 17. It's going to be digital, and then I'll print it out. And uh, I'll send it to you autographed. I'll give you an example. So ages ago, Sandra donated a, a, a huge amount to one of our charity things that we did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw you something cool, okay? I never got around to it, and she kept on reminding me about it. And I kept on thinking about doing it, and I never did it. But this morning, I finally did it. She's a big fan of Zack Sabre Jr. So if I can, I'll put this in front of the, I mean, people just listening aren't going to be able to see this. But I did a thing of Zack oh, Sabre cool. Jr. right here. Yeah, it's hard to see with the camera and all that. But yeah, there it is. Ah, whatever. Anyways, you know, yeah. So I'll do like a custom piece of artwork. It's going to be a hundred dollars. It's going to be a hundred dollars. So if you're interested in that, hold off on your donation until yes. that reward goes live, and then, uh, yeah, the two. The, I think there's a couple of people who've already put in a hundred or more. I'm going to hit them up and give them first dibs if they didn't claim the other rewards. Yeah. Uh. So that's uh, the I, deal. I, well, hold on. There's one other thing I considered, and if there's interested people, I will do it. Uh, I will craft uh, price point to be determined. How many again to be determined? Uh, I will craft uh, effectively your personal theme for you. And by that, something you could use as a ringtone. You know, how how WB does it, where they'll craft, you know, a 20, 30 second loop of music and just loop it endlessly and they call it somebody's theme. Yeah, right. I will do that. Mm hmm. So May- that's hey, thing to consider. The mayor Pete has a great idea here. He says, "How about matches against you guys in 2K?" Sure, well, we, that's that's a good idea. I'm gonna write that one down. I'm gonna write sure. that one down. Uh, so yeah, if you guys have more suggestions, uh, if I don't notice them here in chat, uh, please, please, please uh, let us know what your suggestions are for additional rewards, and we'll definitely consider them. Yes. You can yes. send them to us. Uh, just hit me up uh, on the Twitter and my DMs at MF Steve here. Um, uh, so yeah. That could be a, a, a place to let us know. Anyway, uh, let's talk about NXT. Sure. Uh, let's talk about this first, man, because I got I got to sort out my feelings on this one. Oh, so, the Drake thing. Uh, last night, last night, yeah, last night, Drake Maverick got his contract. Now I was yeah. certain that he was going to win that thing, and he didn't. But they did the thing, the now time honored tradition, where Triple H comes out after a, a, a performance. What? You can't hear Sorry, me? Sorry, no, no, no. One of my kids is outside talking to me. I'm trying to tell them that I can't hear. Okay. Uh, so. Good job. Good job. Uh, catch what I was trying to say. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Triple H comes out after a gutsy performance. I'm sorry. A gritty performance. That's what everybody uses these days. Yeah. And says, here is contract. And so Drake Maverick has been re-signed with the WWE now. I believe, I don't know, which was it Sean Rossab? Somebody mentioned, or Tom Collihue or one of them dudes, mentioned that uh, Drake knew about this earlier. Like, this wasn't yeah. just this on wasn't the spot. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Then, and I, you know, it's great to get confirmation. And that's why I love those those guys. You know, they're great. Yeah. I kind of figured that'd be the case anyway. Yeah, It'd no. be kind of weird. I feel like the, the times of, you know, like when Cedric Alexander had that awesome match against Kota Ibushi, a Cruiserweight Classic. 
and the crowd was uh, 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 chanting like sign him or, or please don't go or something Triple H comes out and nods to the crowd and pats Cedric on his back you know and then he signed um, I, I, I you know something like this that they've been building to with so much attention and dedicated so much time to it they're not going to kind of do something like that. They're going to make it seem like it's something like that, but they're not. It's not actually going to be something like that. The thing about the Cedric one and the Mia Yim one was that these weren't people who were already signed to the company. So even if they did know in advance, which I, I would think they probably did, but I guess it's it's certainly possible they didn't. Um, it, it was it's it's a bit different, you know what I mean? Because it's like, mm -hmm. oh man, that's cool. They just put in this great performance. We thought they were going to be, you know, one and done or two and done or whatever. And now they're now this is somebody we get to see for good. This is completely different. This is a guy who was released with a bunch of other people, and they turned this into a storyline for him to get his job back. Yeah, and I am of so many different opinions here and i think that there is no look people can feel how they feel exactly i will i will i will simply say this though as the starting point of this conversation the impact of triple h coming out and giving him the contract was lessened because of the circumstances now totally. the triple h thing felt a bit more it felt even though the every time he's done it it's, it's manufactured by nature of what it is yeah He's not making this decision on the spot. He never did with Cedric or Mia Yim. It's still manufactured, but it loses some of the drama because of the manufactured nature of it and because oh, of Oh, absolutely. Happened. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I felt bad for Phantasma. He gets the title. <laughs> he basically is teleported out of the ring. Yeah. And 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 Drake getting a contract is is essentially the the championship on the line in this match. Yeah. And even though he loses, he still gets it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Uh Did you read what Leo Rush had to say about it? Yeah, I'll read that right now. All right. Um and I thought it was funny. It it, it felt I don't know. For a guy who claims to be leaving professional wrestling, he sure has a lot to say about. There's, there's wrestling. two things. There's, there's, there's Leo's comments. There's just the whole circumstances around it. There's, I think it was on uh, Wrestling Observer. They mentioned that a lot of the talents that were released, mm -hmm. um, they were offering new deals for apparently a fraction of what they were making before. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I mean, from the get go, I felt uneasy potentially uneasy about uh, using Drake's release for storyline purposes. It seems like uh, Drake was, was in on it the whole time. I mean, uh, according to Drew McIntyre, he says this was, this was kind of his idea. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So Leo said, man, are they going to hire everyone back then? Kind of a slap in the face to use this as a shoot work, but I guess I'm not surprised. Super happy for anyone getting their job back. But damn, real trauma and a lot of others were a part of this. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. There is the part of me that that just says, you know what? This is pro wrestling. It's pro wrestling. This is like yeah, this is obviously this is that's what it is. It's like 
you know, they release people and there was, there was, there was a rumor that, uh, Sarah Logan wasn't actually being that she was released and then brought back. Yeah. Or um, they were going to bring her back and that never obviously came to fruition. We haven't actually yeah. seen her, uh, or, yeah. or no, or we don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, it's not just pro wrestling, but it's, it's a business and in business, you make decisions based on the needs of your company and you let people go based on the needs of your company. And then if you see an opportunity to enhance your business, you bring people back. And I, I you know, there, there is that part of me that is just like, hey, you know what? The, the one thing that he said was, don't pity me. Don't feel sorry for me. Drake Maverick said this. I don't want anybody feeling that way for me. And I'm a bit I'm a man. I don't need you. And that, that's how I felt through a lot of this is like, you know, we've talked about, well, we feel bad for these people. And, and, you know, oh, the, you know, they're going to go out into the world and, and th- there's the, there's the insinuation sometimes when we have these conversations that, oh, they're not going to know what to do with themselves. They're not going to know how to make any money. And it's like, that just sounds like condescending. And that sounds like, you know, sort of putting a lack of respect on their name to well, suggest I, that they can't I, go out and do anything. I mean, I, I, I think whenever we mentioned that it was, it was in relation to the circumstances that exist today where no promotions are putting on shows. Um, I think any any comments we might have made is like, well, what are they going to do now? Was not a sign of disrespect towards any of the individual talents that were released. It was more a reflection of WWE making this choice to maintain the profit margin as opposed to staying in business, releasing these wrestlers at a time when work in this particular profession isn't re- readily available for them. Yeah, no, I and 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 I understand that, but at the same time, you know. I don't know. I, I, I just think that like, I don't know. I, like I said, I've got a lot of different opinions on it. Uh, I, I think that at the end of the day, like I thought the story was great, but the circumstances around it, you, you cannot deny lessen the impact of the story that was being totally. told, you know, totally. and that, totally. that's, that's, that's it. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, Drake Maverick, he gets his contract. He's been rehired by WWE, which is a, a cool thing for him. And that's great. Obviously. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, and yeah, the people that were let go, hopefully they can uh, they can land on their feet. Yeah, seemingly one has already an impact. So, uh, yeah, yeah, evidently. You know, one name that we didn't mention because they weren't featured in the footage, Zack Ryder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he was released. Yeah. Obviously, he's only wrestled, I think, for WB at least for the last twelve, fifteen years. So mm-hmm. he was never in GFW or Impact, so they couldn't use footage for him. Um, there was no reference to him, I don't believe, in that video package. So maybe all of the images and references and, and whatnot they showed were a diversion from who the, the actual signee is. I don't know. Uh, no, that's that's a good suggestion because you can take the Bulgarian flag as, you know, the Bulgarian flag is obviously Rusev. It's obviously Miro. And that could be the substitute for the fact that they don't have footage of him. And the guy left out, you're right, is Zack Ryder. And, uh, and, and yeah. That could be because if he was going to be, they could have included him with some other variation reference. Of, yeah, with some other yeah. reference. Exactly. Yeah, like a, like a, a shot of a, a, a map in New York and zoom in on Long Island or something. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's yeah. ways to do it. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, I don't know. I think it's you know, like I said, it's cool for Drake Maverick, but uh, but yeah, it the, the the story itself, you can't help you can't help but not think about how this all came about. Mm-hmm. It is it is one of those things just sort of hanging in the air. And yeah. there, sometimes, I mean, that's one of the problems with doing angles that are based in reality is when the reality starts distracting from the story, 
then it less sometimes it can lessen the story as opposed to what the goal is, and that's to use reality to enhance the story. Enhance the story, yeah. It's a dangerous game to play because it might distract from it. Um, otherwise, NXT totally. on the whole uh, was pretty good. It felt, if for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. It just it felt like a long show. Once it we did, it did feel like a long show. You know what it was? Once we got to uh, Cameron Grimes versus um, Bronson Reed, Reed, I looked at the clock. Whenever I look at the clock, I'm like. Geez, how much of this show is there? Because <laughs> the match wasn't really even motivated beyond getting Cameron Grimes, I guess, a win. But then mm-hmm. more than that, Killer uh, Carrion Cross, Carrion Cross, uh, someone for him to suplex, doing his thing. Other there was some fun stuff. Other there was some decent stuff. Um, yeah, there is. Uh, it's, of course, is the go home for takeover in your house. Um, do you want to do our prediction at the conclusion of the show, or are you get them out of the way right now? No, let's just do it. We can do them now because I don't know how I'm going to title this episode. I might title this episode something about Drake Maverick, or I might title this episode something about NXT predictions, or we might see if we can fit it all in there. Sure. So let's not? just now we've talked about Drake. Let's talk about now that we've come to no conclusion about Drake. Let's come to some. I have I have no idea if Big Red's on the line this time, which I see no reason why he shouldn't be. Well, it's WWE show, of course. I have no idea who's going to win anything here. None. I feel I feel good about two matches. The rest, I don't know. Okay, what are the matches here? That okay, they're on the they're on the notes. If you scroll down at the bottom. Oh, okay, all right. In typical format for predictions. Okay, cool. Uh, okay. So there's okay. six matches. So if you want to take a, a minute here to uh, do your picks and confidence points, uh, I can review the card while you do so. Yeah, why don't you do that? So take over. This is the card as announced. Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. Mia Yim, Shotzi Blackheart, Tegan Knox versus Candace LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, from the North American Championship, Johnny Gargano versus Keith Lee. Uh, Karrion Cross versus Tommaso Ciampa. For the NXT Women's Title, Champion Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai. And then Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream. For the NXT title. That is the card. Okay, I'm close. Uh, for... Uh, three... Two... And yeah, okay, that's good. Oh, man. Okay, well, we, when we get to the main event, I'll decide at that point. Okay. All right, man. Here we go. Starting off with Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. I have, uh, for some reason, I think that Damian Priest is the kind of guy right now who can be booked to lose, and they'll just keep on bringing him back and bringing him back That's strong. That's totally what it is, man. Finn Balor, I got him five confidence points. Uh, I believe I have the same thing. Finn Balor with five confidence points, yes. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, the, Finn's going to win. Uh, Damian Priest is essentially uh, stepped up to the full-time Dominic Dijakovic role, <laughs> whereas he'll right. be in uh, high-profile feuds, but pretty much lose all of them. Okay, next up, Mia Yim, Shotzi Blackheart, and Tegan Knox versus Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. I've got Team Heels going over with four confidence points. Team Heels. Wow. Yeah. I have actually Team Faces going over with four confidence Uh-oh. points. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, I believe Shotzi lost to Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, Yim just took a, an L. In last night's episode, Candice. Oh, crap, Face, you're right. The faces have been losing like every match so far as this feud's been building up. So yeah. I kind of feel like the faces need to get a win for that reason. 
All right, I'm going to stick with this just because I feel like, yeah, faces need to get a win, but faces, they're going to get their wins in none of the faces. Nobody, re- I, I'll put it this way. The heels are hot. Candice LeRae is on a roll. Dakota Kai is on a roll. Raquel Gonzalez with Dakota Kai is on a roll. They take away so much more with a win than the faces do with a loss. Like Mia Yim, she just got rolled up. She'll be nobody. Nobody really takes that bad of a loss if you're a face and you lose in a team, you know, setting. But it makes the heels look really good if they come away with the win. That's why I'm going to give it to the heels here. All right. Uh, next, next. This one's tough. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus Keith Lee for the North American title. Who you got? I've only got two confidence points on this. With uh, for Keith Lee. Same here. This could easily be a huge night for the Garganos if Johnny wins and Candace wins. And part of me wants to say that. That's why I only have two confidence points. Yeah. But like, I just God, and I I could you can see Johnny Gargano with that. And it might make up for his North American his first title, uh North American title uh reign, which reign, is like, yeah. He defended it once and he lost. Yeah, that's his thing. Yeah, so, uh, but at the same time, Keith Lee is a big star. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mm-hmm. 
But I don't know, man. I mean, dude, if if Keith Lee drops it, he can move on to Adam Cole if Adam Cole wins. And I don't even know if that's going to be the case. I don't know either. I don't know either. <laughs> All right. I don't know either. Next, Karrion Cross versus Tommaso Ciampa. Easy. This is like the surest bet. Six. Six, Six on for, for Karrion Cross. Cross. This is the easiest bet. He's special. He's special, Larson. He's special. Next for the women's title, Charlotte versus Rhea versus Io. Who you got? I'm gonna. I say Charlotte keeps it, and I got three confidence points on that. Man, we're in complete agreement on that too. All right. Woo, boy. So it's all gonna come down to a, a six-person tag match, huh? Uh, I don't. I maybe. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So let's talk this one out so that I can achieve a decision. I've got one confidence point on this. Same. Uh, so, yeah, no, you're right, though. This all comes down to the tag, to the tag match. Okay, fine. That's going to be the first match, and you'll have won this thing. All right. So we got Adam. Oh, there's so much to work through. They, they <laughs> made a bit of a deal about Adam Cole having the title for a year, but that just was just a dinner uh, at a restaurant, and Kyle O'Reilly flew out for it. That mm-hmm. was a celebration. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 I don't feel like there was, I mean, granted, given the circumstance of the pandemic and whatnot, you can't exactly achieve the crescendo you want for Adam Cole to celebrate his the longest NXT title reign in history, okay. only for him to drop it. Okay. So if he from that perspective, if Adam Cole loses, it's gonna be it's gonna feel a bit underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Same token, uh, uh uh the way they've actually just built up this feud before Velotine Dream got hurt, he was one of the the the, the hottest guys in NXT. Mm-hmm. Crowd loved him. Uh, he's put on good matches. He had tons of momentum. Yeah. Hurt his back, came back, and I don't know if it's no crowd thing. I don't know what it is. The electricity hasn't been there to the same degree it was prior to the injury. Yeah. So the execution of the buildup to their first match in this one has felt lackluster. Yeah. There, there, there hasn't been that spark. Um, so if dream wins it's going to be like all right they want to do something different that's cool but it's not going to feel like a moment yeah um so i don't know if they're i just don't know i don't know so uh a couple things to keep in mind if i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with adam cole and i'll tell you why that's couple, what I have to. That's what I have to, but go ahead. There's a couple things to keep in mind. Number one, if the Undisputed Era was on the verge of a call-up, I don't think that they would have Dexter Loomis getting in, get, doing art of the yeah. Undisputed Era. I don't think they'd be doing that. Um, number two... We didn't talk about this because it was... It was uh, uh, it was stuff that there was no like proof of and uh, there was no police report ever filed, but there was the small matter of the Velveteen dreams, the allegations against Velveteen dream that he did some inappropriate stuff via social media. I I'm not necessarily counting that stuff in this, but that could potentially rear its head again, potentially. I hope not. I hope it was, you know, I hope he didn't do anything bad. But there, I mean, just keeping it real, that's a possibility. Um, 
everything you said is true about how the Velveteen Dream hasn't really felt special, but you could see them going in a new direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't see them getting called up. Adam Cole, I, I just, yeah, I, 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 I could see it either way, but I would see Adam Cole. I, I see Adam Cole keeping this more than anything. I could see them potentially calling up Velveteen Dream, to be honest with you. It's obvious that his his stuff doesn't work in empty arena era. It, it's If you think about the Velveteen Dream, the biggest things about him are his crowd reactions at takeovers. Yeah, He always brings something very special to takeover, and that buzz, and then he'll do some things here and there at full sale, but the buzz he always gets from takeover... It's something it, else, man. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's, the, you know, he has special matches there, and then he always comes with some outfit that is just, you know, it creates all sorts of buzz. Like, oh, did you see what he wore this week or this month yeah. or whatever yeah. at this takeover? Um, that's all gone. He doesn't have that. And without that stuff, his luster really comes off quite a bit. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go ahead and say I have one confidence point on Adam Cole. That's what I have as well. Um now I got to think back and think. Okay, well, if, if I'm uh, granted, I only have one confidence point on Adam Cole, or uh, will that in any way influence my choice uh, for the winner of the North American title match? Because if it's not Velatine Dream taking that title off Adam Cole, oh, then that could that could open the door for Keith Lee to lose the North American title and then step up to the world title picture. Um. <laughs> Me in the end, it's still all going to come down to that tag match. Yeah, I uh, know. People, I know. There's not enough confidence points for it to matter. No. Uh, some people in chat are asking about the NXT tag team title match: Imperium versus Breezango. I know Breezango is, is number contender. Was that announced for Takeover? Uh, I mean, given that it's like literally two days away uh and i don't recall that let's see here uh takeover here we go this is the official it is not on the card on wb.com okay uh backlot brawl i was even trying to think how like the backlot brawl aspect of it would change that like given that you know a bunch of people are going to be there, but it's not like the locker room, or it's not like the people in their cars are going to come out and hoist the dream up mm-hmm. on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I still, I, I I'm still think it's going to be uh, cool. Yeah, I think so too. All right, so I'm just trying to. I'm well. Yeah, I'll stick with Keithley. We'll stick with Keithley. All right. All right, here we go. Let's talk about NXT this week. Sure. So it kicks off with Candice LeRae taking on Mia Yim. Uh, They're putting together a pretty fun match. Uh, And then at some point, uh, they're brawling up or outside um, near the foot of the ramp. Uh, Preceding that, Mia Yim sends Candice out of the ring of the form, like picks her up wheelbarrow style, slams her into the barricade. They're brawling the foot of the ramp. Ref counts them out. As they're brawling up the stage, Mia Yim setting up for a power bomb on the stage. Candice Hurricane Rana's her into the Tron, hits her, hits her with some forearms. Tegan Knox comes out, try to break it up. 
That brings out Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez. They join the brawl. Shotzi's out there too. Rafts are trying to break it up some more. Yim drops Candace with a huge form, and then that brings Gargano out. Mia separates. She's walking down towards the ring. Candace charges her, hits her with a form, some ground to pound. Keith Lee comes out, uh, and then uh, over the loudspeaker, they announce that William Regal has made it a mixed tag match. Mm-hmm. So neither Keith Lee nor Johnny Gargano are in their ring gear. Yeah, but Keith Lee is looking far more comfortable uh, yes. with his sweatpants. And his, As opposed uh, to jeans and white vans is what Johnny Gargano said he had uh, on Twitter. But one thing Keith Lee didn't have was a set of car keys. <laughs> yeah. what Johnny Gargano poked him in the eye with in order to get out of a, a precarious situation. A spirit bomb a spirit situation, bomb. yes. That's right. The, the early bit early on where Johnny's trying to get out of the ring and, and uh, Keith Lee gives chase, picks him up, press slam style. You hear Johnny yell at Candace, help me, help me. So she hops on Keith Lee's back, and he no-sells it completely. Oh, yeah. Throws Johnny in, walks around the ring, goes up the ring steps, get on the apron, and just kind of shrugs, and Candace uh, uh, drops off onto the apron. Yeah. It was that was re- great. It was really, really good stuff. Uh, but in the end, uh, yeah, Johnny – uh, gets his car keys into uh, Keith Lee's eye. Uh, Candice LeRae then rolls up Mia Yim for the win. Uh, Candice pulls Johnny out of the ring. Uh, and then uh, Johnny kicks the ring steps into Keith Lee's hand. Screw grabs it. North American title. Kisses it. See, if he hadn't grabbed the North American title. Mm, you think so? Yeah, yeah, but he's still standing tall, though. Oh, I know. I'm saying, but sometimes, you know, that math isn't foolproof stand tall in the go home you lose it from pay-per-view that's not foolproof that's true i, I think it's it's the odds are in the favor of whoever wins go home or stands tall go home loses the pay-per-view but it's not foolproof yeah if you hadn't touched the title i'd feel better about picking gargano and get the win mm, interesting uh after that we had a champa carrying cross video package uh and then we had the first part of a dexter loomis interview where uh, mckenzie asked him uh, a question about like the undisputed air or something. Yeah. And uh, he gets out um, a big giant pad of paper and some art supplies and he starts drawing. We mm-hmm. find out what he draws a little bit later. But before that, yes. Drake Maverick is walking down the street. Isn't this McKen- This is McKenzie again. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this is earlier in the day. And she's like, hey, Drake, how are you feeling? And he's like, well, we've known each other for a long time. Uh, how do you think I'm feeling? And uh, he's like, I'm not feeling any pressure. Uh, it could be the best day or it could be the worst day of my life. Uh, he's going to go have some cookies tonight and some cake, too. He doesn't know what's going to happen. He's excited. Uh, and he says, I'm at the NXT casino. All my chips are down. Yeah, he loses and still gets a contract. So, like I said, it all worked out for him. It all worked out. Um, next, we had the Adam Cole Velveteen Dream Prime Target package. These weren't as long or as expansive as we thought they were going to be. Yeah, I forgot how good the uh, the UK Prime Target was because uh, that yeah. was like an hour long. I kind of just figured this would be a recap thing, but I forgot how damn good these things are. These were mini versions of that. Mm-hmm. They weren't long at all, really. Uh, this was uh, the Undisputed Era. Had a special day planned for Adam Cole. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and Bobby Fish all pull up in a in a limousine. Uh, Adam Cole gets in after berating the uh, the driver for not opening the door fast enough. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, they go to a restaurant. Meanwhile, the Velveteen Dream is out rollerblading, and mm-hmm. uh, and he starts waxing philosophically. He tells Cole he enjoys pain because he's gonna get a lot of it. 
uh, Undisputed Oh, Air. sorry. He tells Adam Cole, I hope he enjoys pain. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Undisputed Air show up at the restaurant. Uh, they eat. They cheers. And, uh, you know, they're talking about, hey, you know, it's been one year since I've had this. Is the, great- the Undisputed Air is the greatest thing I've ever done. Uh, but he said, here, this is a cheers for Adam Cole being champion for a year, the longest reigning champ and the greatest, and for a win at TakeOver. Correct. Um, and then we go back to Velveteen Dream. He, this time now he's on the couch. He's not rollerblading anymore. Um, he says he's been doing a lot of thinking. Uh, the Velveteen Dream is Cole's new, new reality. Uh, he instructs a couple of women who are joining him to bring in the mirror and then tells them to be gone. This was weird. This was really weird. This was really and weird. And so he speaks in the mirror, mirror, mirror uh, on the wall, who's the greatest NXT champion of them all. And then it's uh, Prince. Prince shows up in the mirror. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being most Prince-like, 1 being least Prince-like, how good was this impersonator just based off looks alone? Uh, it was decent. I'd give it like uh, a 5, right? I was going to say a 6. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because at first, like, when they showed him first, I was like, holy crap, that's a really good Prince. And then he started talking, and then the scale, it was like, it went from like an eight to a five for me. It was like, as soon as I see him, it was like an eight, and then as he went, as he talked. I just felt it was a little too, it was a little too on the nose in terms of uh, the Velveteen Dreams uh, 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 inspirations, if you will. Yeah, like, obviously, Velveteen Dream is, it's a Prince reference. And his look is inspired by Prince, but you, you never, it's never a good thing when it's like too literal, you know? And I've always felt that the Velveteen dream is sort of a mix of a variety of characters from the past. Yeah, yeah, Prince totally, totally. with a little bit of Rick rude in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there's a variety of things going on there. Well, this sort of just like, I don't know, kayfabe the idea that he's just ripping off Prince. And, you know, when he, when he debuted that particular gimmick, it was, the, you know, the, 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 the Prince inspiration was, was obvious, but I felt like as he's continued to develop the character, it's grown beyond that. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and to bring it kind of back to the, just that one thing, I don't know. Yeah. It was all right. Um, anyways. It, uh, it'd be cool, like, if they, if they, you know what they really kind of maybe should have done here? Was give it a bit more of a remember in True Romance when uh, Christian Slater's character would talk to Elvis played by I think Val mm-hmm. Kilmer mm-hmm. do something like that mm-hmm. where it's not like he's not looking in a mirror I don't know whatever <laughs> it doesn't matter uh, yeah. so yeah Prince tells him he's going to be the greatest champion of all time uh, and then we get some input from Sam Roberts Peter Rosenberg Drew McIntyre and Pat McAfee they're all talking about the match. And I really didn't announced. pay attention to what most of them said. Drew McIntyre was like, I don't know who's going to win this. Uh, then they announced it's going to be a backlot brawl. Or announce again, backlot mm-hmm. brawl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next, we go back to Dexter Loomis. He's finishing his drawing. He unveils it. It's a car. And it looks like the Undisputed Era are all uh, They're bound with tied. rope. They're tied up in the back, and he's driving the truck. Yeah. And it's it's a caricature. Yeah. It's in caricature form. Yes. Um, and then Morrow refers to him as a tortured artist. This adds a lot. By the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this out. Because that's not the only caricature that, that Dexter Loomis has done. Correct. Uh, 
He did one for old Steven Larson not too long yep. ago. Yep. <laughs> and it's awesome. He was selling these off his Instagram for like 50 bucks. Not these. He was selling like custom uh, caricatures for like 50 bucks. Look at that. It's fantastic. Great. It's fantastic. Oh, man. I'm so happy about that. Um, so, uh, so anyways. Uh, yeah. So now, is he less a serial killer and more a failed caricature artist? Well, I think, I mean, it could be both. Um, you know, the implication in the drawing was that uh, he had, uh, you know, kidnapped, if you will, Undisputed Era. Yeah. He has him tied up. Yeah. Um, and you would expect, given his actions of the past, nothing good is going to come of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he just does, he lets his, his, uh, his drawings do the talking for him, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I guess maybe he plays out his inner... Uh, uh, more maybe his more murderous thoughts he lets play out on the canvas on a sketch pad, yes, and uh, and he gets out some of his violent tendencies in the ring as well. Uh, I the, my favorite part of it though was when he unveiled it. Mackenzie looked disturbed, but then she said, "That's very impressive." Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said, "It's very impressive." <laughs> oh man. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I'm glad they're using they're letting him use his gifts. Uh, exactly to do that to 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 add to his character. Uh, after that, we had a grudge match: Tony Nese versus Isaiah Scott. Of course, this match happened because Isaiah Scott said it sucks. People who lose, who've lost every match in this tournament, suck. And then Tony Nese is like, "Hey, there's only one person who lost every match in this tournament. And that's that me. me." And so they're having a match now. And uh, yeah. yeah, it turns out Tony Nese does suck because Isaiah Scott won this. Even with a distraction from Jack Gallagher, mm-hmm. seemingly mm-hmm. with the intent to help Tony Nice. Yeah, the number, the numbers game couldn't even help Tony Nice. No, no. Uh, after that, it's a fun match though. Yeah. After that, uh, we see uh, uh, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch hyping each other up backstage. We cut to the undisputed era locker room. Roderick Strong, Bob Fish, they're warming up, getting ready for the next match. Triple threat bout. Mm-hmm. Winner gets a tag team title shot. Undisputed era, Lorcan and Birch. Versus mystery third team, mystery Ooh. third team, Brizango. With they had like an astronaut thing, like they're on the moon. Yeah. Uh, entrance. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's good to see uh, uh, Fandango back. Yeah, man. He had torn. Uh, he, had, he had to get Tommy John surgery, I think. So the yeah they they kayfabe the surgery out of the equation though. Did you hear that? Beth was saying no. that he elected not to get. And I I had no idea if this was a shoot or not. But p- part of Beth's commentary, which, by the way, Beth was great because she used the word mush for to as a euphemism for the mouth. Um, That's good. Like twice during this episode. But she said that he was so a- anxious to get back to action that he elected to go through physical therapy instead of uh, uh, getting surgery. Interesting. Interesting. But I, I mean, like for baseball, for- like a pitcher, you know, if you get Tommy John surgery where they replace a ligament in your elbow. Mm-hmm. You're out for a year, mm-hmm. but I thought, know, that's you're throwing the ball. He's how long has he been gone? He's been gone for pretty darn long. Mm, hasn't been a year. It's been months, but it hasn't been a year. Okay, well there you go. Maybe it was a, maybe it was real what she said then. Uh, in any of it, like I said, like I said, for baseball players, for pitchers, it's a year. But you know they make their living throwing the ball. Yeah, right. he doesn't. So yeah, um, I, I doubt he has the same stress on that particular ligament in his elbow that pitchers put mm-hmm. on him throwing mm-hmm. breaking stuff. 
Anyways. Uh, fun match, though. Um, yeah, it was. They, it was really fun. They ended up becoming the, uh, not surprising, they are now the number one contenders to Imperium. Boy, mm-hmm. Imperium's going to have a field day talking about these guys not taking the, the mat sacred. You got that right. It's probably why they won the match. So Imperium, after Breezango's win, walked down the ramp, stared down from ramp to ring with Breezango, and then Malcolm Bivens and his tag team walk up behind Imperium it felt like they were more concerned staring down Breezango than the tag champs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so, yeah, he, uh, yeah. Well, is it back when it happened? Yeah, December of 2019, Fandango went on Instagram, posted a photo of his arm in a sling. He indicated he just went under, uh, underwent Tommy John surgery. Why would they try to turn that into a, that was weird. Unless it's going to be a, a story of the match, whenever it happens, that's weird. Where he didn't get Tommy John surgery, they go after his arm, and man, he, if he had just gone under, you know, had surgery, his arm wouldn't be so vulnerable. That's a weird story to tell. Trying to think of something. No, no, I know, I know. Um, so yeah. Anyways, after that, we had uh, a video from last week uh, from the dot com where Chelsea Green fired Robert Stone after a match. Uh, tagging with uh, Charlotte. Uh, and so this week we got the continuation of the tragedy of Robert Stone Brand. He did not look well. His hair no. was a hot mess. His suit seemed unkempt. And of course... Uh, it's like he slept in it. And of course the wrestling personification of this was in fact his client, Aaliyah, who took on Santana Garrett, who always... She looks like a million bucks, man. Her ring gear always looks so great. Fantastic. She's fun in the ring. She picked up a win against Aaliyah, man. Yeah. Uh, With a really cool-looking finish, that handspring moonsault was awesome. I know. It was rad. And uh, poor Robert Stonebrand. He was desperate, desperate for Aaliyah to pick up a victory. Instead, he was despondent. It's in the the toilet. It's in the toilet. Yeah. 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 I don't know if they had any real hopes for that, and they decided this isn't working and moving on to something else, and they just, I don't know. Immediately, it's better. Story. Failed, oh, it is, yeah. Yeah, failed influencer agency is is way better than, you know. Successful, yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, next, we had our second prime target video package, this one, uh, centering on the Charlotte, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai match at TakeOver. The stuff at the beginning with Io, the moody stuff, that was exceptional. That was hey, so they good. They shot her underwater. That was rad. That was awesome. That was really it was cool. really dramatically moody, moody and lit, really moody. Mm-hmm. Water stuff was great. Really stylized. It was really awesome. Yeah, for sure. And had her do some voiceover for it. That was great. The uh, the uh, stuff with Rhea Ripley. I like it was like a it was a metaphor for 2020 in general. She's like, man, end of 2019, I was on the top of the world. And then 2020 hit. It's been all downhill from there. I'm like, whew, for a lot of us, man, <laughs> for for a whole nation, Rhea. <laughs> Oh yeah, so uh, so yeah, hers was basically it was sort of like uh, just focusing on her, focusing on her training, on her losing something yeah. that she had, and uh, how to get it back. Um, and then Charlotte's story, of course, was she's training at the PC. She's returning to NXT. She made NXT. We get to see Cal Jack on camera there in the picture of the class from twenty first class, yeah, NXT's first class, were. yeah, yeah. Um, and then they they circle back. So there's that bit with Charlotte. There's more with Rhea working out, talking about she saw an opportunity when Charlotte won Rumble to step up to her, have a dream match. She can't short, bums her out. And then they kind of conclude things with uh, some pretty cool 
biographical stuff about Io Shirai. So they have Beth Phoenix talking about her background, her career in Japan. Um, uh, Peter Rosenberg compares her to AJ Styles, which I thought was a great comparison. Uh, uh, Natty calls her one of the best wrestlers in the world. Um, so after this, you know, you get the sense this is anybody's match to win. Yeah, no, they did a really good job with this. Um, and, uh, and it is, I mean, I, I know that there's, that we sort of have the, we, we both share the, the, the outlook that EO's probably in this match to take a pin. Mm-hmm. Let's just, I, I'm hoping that they, you know, uh, uh, buck the convention. You know, I would, I would, I would, I would love that. I would mark love that out they, so hard. I'd mark if, out big time if EO picked up the win. Even I mean, if she guts, didn't eat the pin. Yeah, I mean, if my gut's was, just telling me that she, that Charlotte's going to win by pinning EO, just so they can do another match for between Rhea and Charlotte one on one, where Rhea can show up and say, "Yeah, you won, but you didn't beat me." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, next, Cameron Grimes versus Bronson Reed. Uh, this is a pretty short bout. And uh, uh, Bronson Reed did not come out on top. He went up to the top rope, goes for a splash, misses. Cameron Grimes hit the cave in for the win. Uh, he leaves, carrying cross, hits the ring, uh, drops Bronson with a Saito suplex, and just looks at the camera, tells Ciampa the Sunday will be special. Tick-tock. You know what would have made this far more effective? Why didn't they have Cross come in right before the bell rings and destroy both these guys? And then does the thing in the... Because he got two fresh guys, two of them, who have been built up to some amount of respectability. He destroys them both and then looks in the camera and says special. Now that, to me, says scary dude. A yeah, guy yeah. who takes advantage of a guy who just had his chest caved in uh, and he gives him a Saito suplex, it's not as intimidating. Well, it's obvious they're trying to protect Cameron Grimes in this situation. Yeah, but he doesn't need... Pro- I know, I get that. He doesn't need protecting. That guy could eat a loss. He cowered to Finn Balor that one time. Like, you want to protect him, then don't have him pee his pants yeah, when but, Finn Balor catches him having but, words. But then he beats uh, Finn Balor the following week. Yeah, how'd that, oh, because of Damian Priest, huh? Yep. Uh, after that, we had... See, that gives him plenty of juice, though. You can have him get taken out by Karrion Cross. Anyways, after that, we had our main event. Phantasma versus uh, Drake. And, uh, and yeah, this was once again, Drake and that damn arm of his Phantasma trying to take advantage of it. At one point, the, the luchadors, the kidnapping luchadors came out. They almost proved Dom L right. And I, I'm pretty sure next week that's what's going to happen. Or the next week after that, those guys are working on behalf of Phantasma. They came to the ringside and before Phantasma could really react to them, Drake Maverick took them both out. They go running. Drake gets back in the ring eats Phantasma finisher, and then he loses. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I fir- I'm firmly ready for Ruby, Dom L's figure, to be placed prominently right there. Front and center. Permanently, once uh, uh, Phantasma is revealed to be leader of the kidnapping luchadors. Uh, I, I understand your point about Karrion Cross, but Gareth here in chat has a good point. Karrion Cross taking out Bronson like a vulture. Ah. You should always pray, always pray an opponent's after defeat. Well, then he should have literally eaten him because if I'm not mistaken, that's the that's what the carry-on is. Well, it's, it's, the, the animal's got to be dead. It's not a live animal. What is animal. the carry-on? The carry-on is, carry-on is, is, is the a dead actual animal. dead, rotting flesh of a, do, a dead animal. That's what vultures eat. 
Well, okay. Vultures then. don't actually he's not, kill their He's food. not a vulture, though. He's the dead, rotted flesh. I believe in on his T-shirt. There's a giant vulture on it. Well, why isn't he called Vulture Cross then, huh? His name kind of... is Carrion. Yeah. <laughs> because Carrion sounds uh, d- uh like I don't know Vulture these these days. That just sounds like too on the nose, man. That sounds like an '80s uh, wrestler's name. Synonym for vulture. It's gonna say buzzard. Buzzard. Number one. No, number one. Actually, you're not smart at all. It's number two. Number one is bloodsucker. <laughs> bloodsucker cross. Harpy. I don't. I didn't know. I didn't even know what. What is it? What is a harpy? It's uh, isn't harpy a mythological uh, being from Greek mythology? Shark. Shark is on here. Shark is not a vulture. No, they kill their own prey. <laughs> Predator. They kill their own prey, too. Yeah. Vampire. Vampire cross. They kill their own prey, too. Plus, there's already a vampire in NXT. It's Damian Priest. Wolf. Those synonyms are terrible. Here's some more. Piranha. Again, they're predators. Marauder. That's better. Marauder Cross. <laughs> Marauder Cross. All right. Here we go. Going to answer some questions. Ray Mysterio's eye. Will ever, will we ever get a feud between Finn Balor and Adam Cole Bebe? Uh, well, I hope so. I mean, we got a little bit of one. They had a match. Um, will we ever get one? I would suggest Probably not. I think what we got is probably about what is what we're gonna get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Dubs, not a question, just a, a statement here. Uh, Cameron Grimes is a stud. Yeah, he's a stud. James Fletcher, choose any NXT star and make their finisher what you think it should be. Uh, Loomis has the perfect finisher for him. It, the only way you can improve it is if he does the Bray Wyatt like. Neck break thing. If that was his finish, yeah, that's a good one. That's good. Dang MQ, what will Dominic Dijakovic's name be on main roster? I would think it'll be Dijak because of Dominic Mysterio. I there would is not a... be shocked at all if they just changed to Dijak. Yeah. Dijak is what it should be. It's a great name. Just go with Dijak. Uh, wow. Prince... Prince C. Ross. Anyone else love spots when someone barely touches any LED Tron and immediately a glitch overlay gets played? Yeah, I crack up because that's what happened. So Candice LeRae like tossed Mia Yim into the LED. Yeah, Ron her into the thing and it. Uh, Zondo. Okay, it's called In Your House. Gargano cut promos from his house. So did Lee. Gargano gouged out Lee's eye with his house key. This match should be in Johnny's house. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. That is a good point. Uh, White Brian 92, EO is winning. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. He's got a scoop for us. All right. Alex Foster. Uh, Drake Maverick has Xavier Woods' old theme. Oh, really? I did not know that. I didn't know that. He says, what wrestlers should take older themes of others? Who should inherit Macho Man's graduation theme? Uh, 
I really should have been Damien Sandow's. Yeah, that would good. have made him more apropos because then he was the macho man in the impersonation gimmick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gareth Nicholas says Loomis was definitely playing pin, loser, draw. <laughs> uh, Wolfpack for life. Uh, with superstars finishers supposedly being unique to them, please explain the differences in these moves. Dolph's sleeper hold... Samoa Joe's finish, Oscar Locke, and Shayna Baszler's finisher. Uh, the only two of those, well, Dolph that never wins a match with the sleeper. He's got his old finish was the zigzag, which is like a sleeper, but then slams him down. Um, I know they tend to like to have finishers be kind of exclusive to wrestlers, but I think that's within the same division mm. because uh, uh, Shayna's uh, finish is pretty much Joe's finish. But I think it's okay for two people to have the same finish as long as they're in separate divisions. That's my understanding. Sort of like Carmella has won matches with Super Kick, and that's Dolph's current finish. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. Uh, let's see here. Uh... This is a good one from Fear and Loathe. Yeah. If Dream pays homage to a wrestler at every pay per view, and you think this empty arena matches are boring, I'd assume you both would have him pay homage to Bret Hart. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, this is good. Sleazy Mo. Who would have won the cruiserweight tournament had it been under Brawl for All rules? Isn't it Jack oh, Gallagher? It had been Jack Gallagher, man. Yeah. Apparently, he's an undefeated amateur MMA guy. Yeah, dude. So, uh, Zondo says, thought Loomis was going to show how they book and tape all the empty arena shows. <laughs> Uh, let's see here Lubricant Hornet come up with a name for a pet that is a pun of a wrestler's name he says for example his cat is named Broken Cat Hardy oh okay Uh, well easily easy I've got this answer Bobby Fish all right I mean, Rusev gave us one, Dog Ziggler. Mm. There you go, yeah. Uh, Rage, when Charlotte loses the belt, what do you want to see her do next in NXT? Once she loses the belt, she's probably finished with NXT. That's my guess. Yeah, I would think so, too. I would think so, too. Uh, I am no more questions. Uh, Fear and Loathen says, was, was the finish of the main event weird that the heel turn didn't happen? They might just be waiting on that. The finish of what? The main oh, event on NXT. Oh. Yeah, I think they probably didn't really know how to get the contract signing in and the reveal of Phantasma and the Luchadors in all in one package. Mm-hmm. So that was like the best they can come up and with. And I think also, I mean, in terms of the emotion of Drake's story, he gets the contract, he gets the high of that. Next week he comes out and he congratulates Phantasma in a good match, says, hey, let's do it again. Then he gets attacked by the luchadors, and rather than Phantasma fending them off uh, like uh, uh, Drake did this week, he joins in on the attack. Yeah. Yeah, that could be. Oh, dog. Did you guys watch Quizlemania yet? It's absolutely amazing. Got to watch all the way through the post show as well. Actually, laugh out loud funny. I've not had a chance to watch it. I have not had a chance to watch it. Maybe somebody will do like a, a clips video of yeah. it where they can just, can somebody out there please just put all the best bits? into like a 10 minute form 
and then send it to us exclusively so we can mm-hmm. watch it in about 10 mm-hmm. minutes. Got a lot going on. Got Friendo Fest 2 tomorrow. A lot going yeah, on. Yeah, a lot of prep for that. Uh, White Brown 92 will end on this one. I predict Charlotte is going to put Rhea in the figure eight, and EO will moonsault Pinner for the win. I would love that. That'd be great. That'd be great. Can we do that? Can we do that, please? The That'd thing is, now you've said it. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You've ruined it. Oh, man, I'm watching these great Mongo McMichael gifts. Oh, I'm telling goodness. you, man, I think I, I think we slept on Mongo. I think he was something special, man. No, I don't think we slept on him at all. I think we did. I'm telling you, you got to just open your open your damn mind. You need to expand your horizons on your wrestlers, man. Mongo, he's the one. Nah. I'll let you get the last word in. Nah. <laughs> nah. All right. Twitch, uh, Twitch chat, uh, stay tuned. We're going to raid somebody. Yeah. We should just raid somebody randomly. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, remember, Friendo Fest 2 is tomorrow and tonight or at the twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Yes. We're going to continue to try, try to raise money. Larson's going to be doing a music stream. I'm going to be doing an Unsolved Mysteries watch along. It'll be a blast. Thanks for watching. Till next time, we will talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.